I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, welcome to This Might Help, uh, the only advice podcast that really matters when you come down to it and, uh, you know, think about uh, what God's will is as well as uh, the will of the people. Um, look, I'm kidding, guys. I know there's other that out there, but you know, you know what I say? Fuck them. But I love them. I uh, appreciate all the, uh, the awesome feedback and thanks for listening to the show. And I hope it's, it's letting a little bit of the steam out because that's all I really care about in, in terms of this. I'm not making any money. Look, I'm telling you right now. But this is for the good of, of, of my sanity and to see people I haven't seen in a long time and to maybe see if this will do anything good because like the fucking thing's called. This might help. I don't know. It might, it might not. But speaking of someone I haven't seen in a while, my guest today, Corey Ryan Forrester. How are you, Corey? What's going on, Matt? How are you, man? Thank you for having me. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm a, we, we, we know each other a little bit through the, through the game. But also, yeah. like, I'm I'm a huge fan of yours, man. I've I've every time you post a video, I got to check it out. It's it's dude, <laughs> that that means a lot. That did help, by the way. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. I'm glad to hear it because I mean, I know I you're you're an accomplished stand up. You've done that. You, how how long have you been doing stand up for? Uh, I'm in year 17 right now. Well, no, excuse me. Next year will be 17. It's 16 years. I started when I was 16 years old, uh, which I don't count the first several years uh, because, you know, from 16 to about 21, I didn't really know what I was doing. I don't think any human being knows what they're doing from 16 to 21. No so way. those first those first few years were literally just like, I got good at like the being on the stage part. But yeah, uh, 16 years ago in uh, this October uh, was when I stepped on stage for the first time. So wow. most of my life at this point. That's right on, man. I, I had no idea. Well, you're such a young guy. I didn't realize yeah. you've been doing it so long. I mean, I'm... 20 maybe one two years 22 years or something since i mm -hmm. since i first tried it you know yeah um but like how how long have you been doing uh the buttercream dream that actually only started in i want to say june man okay. uh it was one of it was first off uh i've never really been a video like a, a make videos and put them on the internet kind of guy Same. um i was always just like no i do stand up that's what i do that's right. all i care about I'm a purist or whatever. Yes, of course. And, but, but the pandemic really kind of showed all of us that, Hey, it doesn't really matter what you think about anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like th things are changing exactly. and how the buttercream, the buttercream dream started, which for those of you that don't know, I, I play a wrestling character online uh, called the buttercream dream. It really started. I wasn't even attempting to do that. I'd had in my mind that I was going to do this, this video series called wrestling with my emotions. And basically what it was, <laughs> and, and what it was going to be was me kind of as the buttercream dream is now cutting wrestling style promos on depression because I, I suffer. Uh, and, yeah. and it was just, and then, I, but then I started thinking about it and I was like, well, you probably got about three of those in you. And then that's spent. And one day right. I just got, one day I just got real mad and about something Trump said, I don't remember what it was, but I was, I live here in Georgia and I mean, we're a blue state now, so everybody can kiss my ass. But at the time I didn't realize that was going to happen. And I was mad about something somebody had said about free speech or something. And I just went out and I was going to make a rant video on my phone. And as I'm walking out of the house, I looked and there was my European championship belt. And for no reason other than I thought it'd be funny. I just put it over my shoulder, did the video and it got like 300,000 views. And I was like, 
maybe it's because I had that on my shoulder and people were confused. Yes. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, you know, not to, not to put too fine a point on it, but it is, it is, it's that thing where it's a monster hook where um, the thing, the thing with, um, you know, who is that the guy, it, he, yeah. he took all his cues from pro wrestling. And those yeah. of us who grew up on wrestling, on pro wrestling, I'm, do you watch it as, as a child? Oh, dude. So, yeah. like that, yes, so much. Like, mm -hmm. that's why I, I, and luckily nobody has like said, oh, I like this guy. He makes fun of pro wrestling. I've never had to be like, no, no, no. It's a celebration. Yes. <laughs> you know, no, because you do it so well, because it's like to be a wrestler, for those of you listening who don't know, you do, it, it takes more than, you know, being built like a He Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you God. Know, which, which takes, right? <laughs> which takes a lot of work. But it, it, hey, there's all kinds, you know. Uh, yeah. We all remember Tugboat. But like there's, there, you know, there's, there's also, uh, there, you have to have the gift of gab. You have yeah. to do the, you know, the macho man looking around for his starts yeah. in and, and, you know, it, it, that, that was what got you hyped up for the show. That's what Absolutely. It wouldn't work if they just two guys walk in and they wrestle. It's like, why do I care? Why do I like him? Why do I hate him? You know, and Trump took all those cues from WWE. Uh, I think he was on F before even E. Had. It was, but yeah, it was before they got the F out. Is how they how they yeah. said it. <laughs> right, went right, to right. WWE. Yeah, and then, but I, it, it's always been kind of that 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 dream of, of a lot of us that some like an, like another politician would see through it, and it's like yeah, and do it, and it's a it's a two pronged thing where it, I and I, I swear I'll stop talking, but it's kind of like no. um. It, you know, that, that they have no choice but to take the higher ground. Because as soon as, you know, your, your, your left type says it, it's just like, oh, the potty mouth or whatever. But it'd be yeah. kind of amazing if you had this person that was from that, you know, era too, and would yeah. and just call them out for all this shit, like Ric Flair would, you know, or something. Yeah, who was a huge, who was a huge inspiration, man. I mean, that's the, the skews. The skews are just Ric Flair's woos, just a, a <laughs> Southern, you know, a more Southern version. That's a thing that me, me, Trey Crowder, and Drew Morgan, my comedy partners, we have a well, the Well Read podcast together. Skew became our like, uh, that's that's like a southern. The only way I know to explain it is if we're ever in the airport together and we can't find one of another, we just listen and all of a sudden somebody will just skew, 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 and we're like, all right, it's like our, it's like redneck Marco Polo, I guess. That's fantastic, man, and and. Yeah. You, you, you guys. Uh, one thing about the well-read uh, uh, group, for the for the longest, you guys seemed like let's just call, say the Alamo, where you were yeah. kind of an island in a way. Yeah, where sure, it was kind of, sure. I, I remember when you guys first came on the scene, and I was like, man, that's some balls, and mm -hmm. I loved it, and I was a huge fan because you guys are all very funny in your own right, and it's not a gimmick. This is obviously something you were just like, look, someone yeah. has to say this, because you know, speaking as a northerner, outside looking in. A, I really fucking hate when, you know, my ilk stereotypes yours. Yeah. And B, I wish people knew what I knew as a, as a traveler, where I will play to 300, 400 people that aren't buying the bullshit, that aren't, you know, uh, going with the, with, it, it's it, go, playing, let's just say the party line, you yeah. know, in, in terms of, in terms of how, you know, I will say this, the, the Democrats are a fucking mess and the left sure. are a mess. But the problem that I have so much with the Republicans is that they feel like they own you. You know what yeah. I mean? And your culture. Yes. And you're like, they, it's just like, it's done. Done. Who cares? Because it's it just, it, and that's just a, a very unhealthy way to be and a very, in a sense, demonic way. Where it's no, kind of... I 
I totally agree. And I mean, like you were saying it, uh, for the, just to make you feel better, it's not, we, we ourselves, like me, Trey and Drew, we stereotype people with this accent. <laughs> like right. whenever, we, whenever I'm doing a dumb character, it just, it means that I do more of a Southern accent <laughs> and, and it sucks. But like, but, but to your point though, uh, Bill, I know for a fact, Bill Maher does some of his biggest shows in like Huntsville, Alabama, Sure, you know, and there's, but it's because, well, obviously as, as we saw this year, Georgia flipped and anytime even if it wasn't a flip, it's not like Trump's winning Georgia seventy-five to twenty-five. Right. You know, it, it's right. it's always it's always within like five or something points, and it's like, hey guys, that's millions of people. That's not yeah. just a cup. That's not just oh, there's this one guy on Twitter that has a southern accent with a belt, and he's a good one. But other than that, they're all just complete despot assholes. Yeah, and and it's I feel like because there's been a feeling that the that that entire you know millions of people are owned by a certain you yeah. know, group with it that's highly funded that frankly isn't good for the earth and, no. and like, it's, you know and i say the earth i mean people i'm not just talking yeah. climate change i mean you know in general um it, it, you know it's just it's dispiriting and i'm sure there's people that are just like oh, fuck it i'm just not going to vote you know and now yeah. i think now that george has flipped there's gonna be a lot of people that are just like i'm in, i guess i'm gonna do it I guess I will. Yeah, we're in play. We're in play mm -hmm. now. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing that I told – I tried to – not that anybody fucking listens to me, but I was like, guys, I know you think your vote doesn't matter, but let's say hypothetically this state's going to be red no matter what. As long as – if we can ever just get it close, then those people – realize hey we don't have this monopoly like we thought we did we don't have the right. stranglehold on you and as representatives if we're going to try to get reelected, we have to understand that uh there's a lot of people in this state feel the complete opposite and maybe we need to entertain that so yeah yeah exactly because i mean it, it, it everybody deserves a voice and i i'll never forget we might my wife and i drove um uh, uh across the country uh, about two months ago because the California fires were so nuts and we had a newborn yeah. and uh, we were just like, we were already going to go visit the in-laws at some point, but we were like, let's just go now. And yeah, yeah. we have an electric car. And what it does is it, it maps, you know, where all the charging stations are. And so we'd meet people at charging stations everywhere. And you'd like, you'd be like, well, let's see who at the charging station in uh, <laughs> Mississippi. But like right. we met people there that were just like, I mean, almost to a man or a woman, you know, most, most times we didn't get into anything, but this is during the election. This is the week of the election is when we were through the, through that state in particular. And there was a guy and he was talking to us and he started getting real sullen and quiet. And he was like, you know, we're, we're not all like, like that, you know? And I was like, what do you, what do you think? I think, you know, I just don't right. worry, you know, but I'm sure there's a lot, there's that feeling of, of feeling like you'll be beat down if you speak out. For you sure. Know, and for not beat down, but people, you understand it. Drowned out, I should no, say. No, for sure. And for those people out there who don't know, in Mississippi, in order to charge your electric car, they had the cops come tase it. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I hope that's in your act, dude. <laughs> no, it is now. I'm taking it. I'm absolutely taking it. So, so, uh, it. You made it up. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, that's a thing. Like, that's, that's a chip. You know, Drew, uh, my buddy, he has a bit in his act is that every Southerner uh, has a huge chip on their shoulder and uh, his is uh, ranch flavored. And like, we constantly feel like I, I do feel the need to always explain myself no matter where I'm at. And that's the deal with like kind of our rising popularity around 2016 was 
none of us are doing comedy any differently than we ever have. Like I've always been this dude who was a little bit more progressive in the South. And I think to, to me, it was like comedy is supposed to be in your mind. You're like comedy supposed to be against the grain and I'm supposed to be a contrarian and I'm always supposed to think. So when you grow up in the South, yeah. you tend to go, well, everyone around here feels this way. I'm going to go do this. Cause we've talked about it a lot. It's like if, if we'd have grown up in New York or San Francisco with our same mentalities, we may be Republicans. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Who knows? Of like, course. That, was just, uh, that was just always like when I was a kid, I was, I, I would always go, these people at my church seem real hateful and dumb. What do they believe? And I'll do the opposite. And that's how I landed on my politics that I still have today. Right. Uh, but, right, right. but because of that, when we're out in, in cities and stuff like that and, and we'll be being loud and rednecky how we are and people start looking at us, I do feel the need to stand up and be like, voted for Obama twice. Good to see you. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, we, we, when the election was called, we were in New Orleans. I mean, talk about a perfect place. Uh, and yeah. my wife and I were in the Garden District and we're walking Rose down the street in a stroller and we're like, hey, we're hungry. Let's get, let's get some food. Let's get a, a drink. Come on. And we went and we, I, I was like, oh, she, you know, she, her diaper's shitty, I gotta change her. So I popped the trunk and I put her in there. And this family comes down, I'm talking like the dad with the red wagon, you know, mm. red rider wagon with the three kids in it. And then like the almost teenage kid and then the wife. And he had uh, a t-shirt that said by Don that he'd obviously painted with a, with a pan brush, with a paint wow. by Don. And he walked by and I, I looked at him and I was like, hey, and he just pointed and was like, she's going to grow up in a better world. And just kept walking. And it was like, oh, that's so awesome. This magical <laughs> moment where it was kind of, and you saw like a few people saw in walking down the street, angry. Oh, and yeah. The Biden car would drive by honk and honk, 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 honk. And everyone else would cheer and they'd be like, but there was a smattering. For people oh, yeah. that were just like thousand yard stare, you know, it was interesting. Uh, yeah, it, I've, yeah. I've seen a lot of people uh, where I live that are just, they, I'll say they're not walking with their normal pep, you know, they're, <laughs> sure, they're sure. you know, they're kind of, but I, 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 I put this up on Twitter the other day and I still haven't, it, it was crazy to me. I, I, I don't know per my wife, it's new. And I certainly haven't seen it. And I feel like I would have noticed it. A day after the election on my street, I live in rural Georgia. There are, uh, in walking distance, I can walk and not even really break a sweat to like six churches. You know, that's the type of place I live in. Sure, sure. On, on my street, a day after the election, my wife came home and my wife goes, hey, did you see that down the street, somebody just put up a new pride flag? And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, there's like, go. and I went and looked. And again, it's like, I'm not, I can't say with 100% accuracy, it wasn't there before, and I just didn't notice it. But me being who I am on the, my street, I feel like I would have noticed that. And I, I don't know any way to prove this other than everybody on Twitter is like, you need to go up to them and, and uh, send them a pie. And I was like, <laughs> it's the middle of a pandemic, and they're possibly homosexual in rural Georgia. The last thing they want is for me to just knock on their door and be like, noticed your gay flag out here. Right. A pie that I made yeah. doesn't have poison <laughs> in it or nothing. Um, sure, but sure. my, my whole thought process on that was, oh my God, it's a day after the election. Is it possible that they just now felt comfortable putting that flag out? Like, all right, you know, the tides have shifted. Trump yeah. flags are going up, pride flags going out. So I don't know things may be changing. No, I think it's, that's a, that's a good point. And I think, you know, you're, you're, I, I, I hesitate very much to pigeonhole you as, as political. 
mm-hmm. because I think you know your your thing is your thing is more um, make make fun of of a of, of something you're a part of that you know so yeah. well, you know, yeah. like you do with your family, and mm-hmm. you know that. But you got to talk about what you know what 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 burrs and bristles you. What makes you kind of like Ugh, everything's good except for him, you know, like that that whole that whole deal where. Um, one thing that's really annoying to me right now is just like, uh, this, this whole whitewashing everything where it's kind of like, look, Biden won, but you know what? Let's reach out and let's, let's yeah. just, does it, cause to me, and I'm not out, I'm not looking for like, oh, we just pay back time. It's just like, I think everyone's just tired, man. We need yeah, to move for on sure. and just get, just support people that haven't been supported before and maybe not separate families, shit like that just simple stuff like that and get to work, you know, restoring people's civil rights and all that jazz. But it, you know, it's it, the, the idea that it's kind of like, it, to me, it, it just strikes me as like Homer Simpson being like, look, we can talk all day about who did or didn't get drunk and crash the car. Now, you know, like that's, that's that thing <laughs> right. where fucking Homer, you crashed the car though. You First did. Off, that's a, that's a good Homer. That was <laughs> a really good Homer. <laughs> and, and secondly, yes, I actually, I agree with you in that. Um, I definitely was never considered even close to a political comedian before 2016. And even then we, I was just kind of told that I was, and it just all stemmed from uh, whenever, whenever Trump got elected and it, everyone was basically blaming the South because he carried a lot of counties and and states in the South. It was just, I was like, okay, I have to be louder than ever. So that, like you said, so that I'd be like, not me, not me, not me. And because of that, uh, and also in comedy, you know, you write what's going on and what else has been going on in the past four years. Right. And, and also, especially this year, like I, there's, there's a pandemic. I've been at my house the whole time. The only thing I can talk about is what's on the news and what my wife's got going on. I've already written that hour and she <laughs> hates it. So, sure. you know, so like, I don't know, but like, yeah, I mean, I, my only thing now is uh, it, with that whole reaching across the aisle thing, it's like, look, that's for, that was for like a nineties Republican, like Bob Dole. He was a guy I think we could all talk to. Like, the, like I, like I just, I've went back and watched clips of the, of the Bob Dole, Bill Clinton debate. You know, you go back and watch the greats. Uh, sure. And, and I was like, man, both these guys really seem like they're respecting each other and, and they're nice, and they're like, "Yeah, if you win, I'll you're my president, and if I win, I'm your yada yada yada." Yeah, God. That, but that gets, but but the thing is, like, yeah, that's over now with this particular dude. Like, you can't spend. It's one thing. Everybody's nasty on the campaign trail. I get that. We forgive a little. It's like, look, that was the campaign. Now we're in. But Trump spent his entire four years of presidency just dunking on people for no reason. Yeah. Uh, basically every press conference starts with, Oh, the liberals are going to hate this, which for the record, that's not how a president, a president, once you're the president, you are the president of everybody. And right. obviously you're going to be more favorable to the party line because you're, if your values truly are your values, then they're going to be their values. And that's just how that works. But like sure. what Biden said in his acceptance speech, he's like, look, I'm going to be a president for the people who didn't vote for me. And I know that's just a bunch of bullshit that they all say, but at least lie to me like that. Yeah, give me something. Cause give it, me something. Man. It's, it's, that, it's that thing where you like, uh, yeah, like just, just say what the job is. That's yeah. all he's saying. That's the job. The job is not, you know, Trump has been saying like that. I, I represent a quarter of the nation. The end. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah. God damn it. That's not, yeah. that's not what this job is. No. You know, like 
if you were elected uh, the, the Prince of Magaville, yeah, that's you. <laughs> you made it, you know, you're the Prince of Magaland. So good. But like, you know, it's, it's, it's that, it's that, I mean, it, you know, a phrase, a Southern phrase has always come to mind when it comes to, to, to Trump is uh, throwing rocks and hiding your hand. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like, I know you threw that rock. Like he'll just yeah. start shit, start shit, start shit and be like, what? No, I, I never like er, time and time and time again, where it's like, dude, you don't even have the class to say I'm a fucking asshole. You know, you don't, yeah. have, you're like, you're like, I mean, his whole game is, is tire you out and frustrate the shit out of you. He loves that. You know, he loves creating anxiety, but it's also like, he's not even an enjoyable heel in terms no, of wrestling. He's not a not fun, anymore. he's not a good heel. Like The Rock was a great heel, so mm-hmm. arrogant, you know, so in love with himself. You know, uh, uh, I feel like you had uh, Iron Sheik, classic, you know, oh, playing yeah. on, a, on, a, on American uh, angers and fears, you know, like, and you, you, all these guys, like, I love a good heel. I love a good bad, bad guy wrestler. And he For won't sure. even, he won't even, he, <laughs> he wants to be like, he'll act like a heel and be like, no, I'm the good one though. And we're all oh, like, it's not though. Oh, you it's utterly on that guy when he was going to, after he got hit by a car. You peed on him. Also, he, also he just all constantly acts like he's not every second being recorded, and we can just play the shit back. Like I think that I think that like I, what I really believe that is going on in politics today with everybody across the board is that for so 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 long, camera phones didn't exist and the internet yep. didn't exist, and yep. so. They all just, it was embedded in them. Hey, just say you didn't do that thing. And then this new cycle will go past it and it's fine. And they can't prove that you did it. And it just was so ingrained in them. It's so systemic in them that yeah. now it, the, the, it's taken them so long to like get used to the fact that no, we can rewind and see that uh-huh. like, we can see that whole thing. I just, I really don't think, I can't explain it any other way than like cops don't seem to be able to stop shooting black people, even though they know it's because for so long they weren't recorded and they got used to that. And now it's just like, it's so a part of the habit and it just blows my mind with like Giuliani, for instance, Mm -hmm. he's, he's like, they're finding out right now that, Oh shoot, you could do this as the president in the press room, but it was fine. But lawyers and judges, aren't going to just believe my bullshit. Like Giuliani's just like, Oh, and they're like, yeah, well, I'm a judge. So that doesn't work on me. Yeah. And there's a case after yours and I need to get home with my kids. You fuck (laughs) off with this bullshit. I don't have to sit. You, you sit here for me. I don't sit here for you. Yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's funny when you bring up um, like the, the, it comes down to the idea of like, what is your truth? What is my truth? You know, Mm -hmm. which always drives me crazy. Cause to me, that's acting class. I had an acting teacher once who was like, OJ probably doesn't think he did it. He walks yeah. around the rest of his life just going like, what? I would never. I'm OJ, yeah. a football champion. And a beloved. <laughs> yeah. I was in the yeah. luggage ad running through the airport. I was a naked gun. I would never kill my wife. You know, like, and so he's probably, he'll probably go to his grave believing, fully believing. That's, that's a method of acting where you yeah. kind of go, uh, uh, what the guy who played the bad guy in, um, played Hans in, a, in, a, Hans, in, in, Gerber. A, in Die Hard. Yeah, um, Hans Gerber. Hans, no, Gruber. Is it Hans Gruber? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's he, like, someone was like, what's it like? Alan playing... Rickman. Alan Rickman. Thank you. They yeah, said, yeah. Alan, what's it like playing such a bad, evil person? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I can never look at it that way. Cause that's acting. He's like, he's like, for me to play that character, I had to be like, that's my money. 
You have yeah. my money. <laughs> you don't deserve that money. I'm going to take my crew and take my money back. So it's like that gives it life. But then you, these guys get in front of a camera and they're, they're like, they're, it's like, I'm an actor. I'm not a politician. It's like, no, yeah. dude, you're a politician. And yeah, it's, it's, I think we, we need to have more, you know, it's, it's, I wish I could enjoy it more with the Giuliani with his his hair dye running down his face. Yeah. It's just like, it's just this thing where you're like, can, can we just go? Can we go? Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like you're being held at gunpoint and you, you can see there's nothing in the chamber. You can right. see it <laughs> and you're like, yeah. look, I'm going to go along with stuff for like a second, unless you ask me to do something dumb, I'm going to stay here another 20 minutes. But can we, can I just go? I know you don't have a bullet in that gun. Stop. I think it. with this administration, it's actually worse. It's like they're holding up a toy gun and it's still got the orange thing at the, <laughs> at the very end of it. And you're like, are you word? Like, come on, dude. Like you're not literally not even trying. They painted half of it. Yeah. So you <laughs> yeah. The orange. They didn't even, yeah. they, just, they half-assed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. Go on. Oh, fuck. Um, so what, what, how you, you, you're in, you're in rural Georgia right now. It yeah. Seems like you're probably in a pretty good mood these days, relatively or. Relative. Yeah, no, relatively for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, listen, I'll, I'll preface this by saying it's horrible. I wish it had never happened. Um, the, the pandemic that is, but it's been great to me in terms of <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I'm more of an introvert than people uh, would think. Okay. Uh, I really like being at home. And, and we were on, uh, of the 16 years I've been doing comedy, most of them were not successful at all. But for the past sure. four and a half years, we've been doing really well. And we were touring like, I mean, we were on the road like, for, you know, 48 weeks a year. And then I was doing colleges when we weren't on the, I mean, I was all the time. Wow. So, so, and, and I got married in during that. Uh, and so this is, this yeah. is the first time I've been actually a husband. And I've been enjoying being at home. And, and I realized, I was like, oh, I, man, you really like this being at home and like waking up early and hiking in the park. Uh, so my mental health has actually been good. It was starting to flip a little bit, which is where the buttercream dream came in. That's when I, like, that was like my new outlet. Like I can't get on stage. So right. normally right. where I would go on stage and do something, I'll write a little promo for this guy, go in the yard, scream, and then go sit there and stare at my phone. And every time I got a like, that's a round of applause. Every time I got a retweet, that's a standing ovation. Definitely, sure. uh, if Dave Bautista shared it, I dropped the mic, walked away. Amazing. Um, so it's, I've been getting it out that way. Um, but there was still angst. I was still like, I, I did the right, I've done the right thing. Like I pretty much only leave the house if it's time to go to the grocery store or something fairly important. So people ask me, they're like, what is the general vibe there? I'm like, I really don't know. Cause I don't leave the house in order to see people. And right. I'm a comedian. So when I go to the grocery store, it's two in the afternoon and everybody else is at work. But, right. so, but sincerely, uh, as cliche as it is, as soon as the election was over and I realized, Oh my God, we're not going to go through four more years of this. I've literally been floating through space, especially yeah. living here. Cause like, I know it's terrible everywhere. Like when Trump's president is terrible everywhere, but like I visit California a lot. Mm -hmm. It is different. It was different when I was out there and I was like, well, at least most people around here feel like me and it's yeah. fine. This is kind of like my little liberal Elysium son for the past four years living in Georgia and especially everyone knowing like everyone in my hometown knows who I am, knows wow. I've been the little commie drama queer for my whole life. <laughs> uh, 
like, and I'm walking around in, in, in freaking Jimmy Hart jackets and Michael Jordan shoes. They see me coming a mile away, even without the mask. It's not been the easiest lifestyle to maintain. So now having this W son, I'm so happy about it. That's great. Well, it, it's, yeah. it's awesome to hear that. Cause it is, you know, he's trying to rob the joy right now. And I'm and yeah, it's like, not letting him. It's like, I can't, I can't let him. I just can't let no, him. I, I'm not. Drive coup, I can't let him. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. So that's, that's fantastic to hear. We, we did watch video of uh, uh, like our buddy Demi did. He just turned the, the gas station two blocks away into like a, a dance club. Like people were on top nice. of cars, like blaring music. They're blaring, blaring fuck you by CeeLo and that you about to lose your job. Like that whole thing. <laughs> and, was, and I'm watching, I'm just like, oh, fuck. like as much as we were like, all right, being in New Orleans is pretty dope. We can get yeah. a nice buzz and, uh, you know, tool around with a baby. But like being home would have been my, my neighbor. When we came home, she said uh, she was laying in, in, in bed and doing that thing. Where you, at that point where you'd wake up and be like, you check your phone. Every, you know, you'd be like, did they call it for the love yeah. of Christ? And I yeah. definitely that day threw a tantrum, tantrum on Twitter where a few guys were like, you're like, like, you're not helping, you know, like, and, and I, of course yeah. I wasn't, but um, she said she's her, she was in bed and her daughter came in and just lay in bed with her and she just heard people cheering. It was like eight yeah. in the morning. She was just like, yeah. whoa, whoa. It's, it's just like, I missed that. You know, I missed out on that. But in the end, I don't care if I was in the this, this station in Antarctica where they shot the movie, The Thing. As long as he <laughs> yeah. lost. I, I ran down care. my street butt naked. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I don't know if you saw that video. Yeah, singing Freebird and chugging a beer. Literally, I put it on Twitter in front of a goddamn church. I don't play, son. I was happy. I love it. That makes, that, that makes me so happy. That's fantastic. <laughs> so when do you think we'll all get to go back on the road? You know? Man, I don't. I don't know, right. like, because what does that necessarily mean, like, right. full, like fully, like, like at full? Because like right now, there's some clubs running half capacity sure. in some states that have been doing good. Um, uh, dude, I think that first off, there's supposedly the vaccine, which they say isn't going to be here until April for most people. De right. I mean, definitely till at least then. But then after that, it's like, all right, everybody's got to take it. We've got to right. wait for the first you know, 10,000 or so to die and then just all ignore that regardless of our politics. Sure. Uh, and so I don't, I still think it's going to be like 20. It feels like to me, we've still got a whole nother full calendar year of just kind of dipping the toe, dipping the toe, yeah. dipping the toe, which really yeah. sucks, man. And, and, and unfortunately like me and Roy Wood Jr. were talking about it at the, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, Roy, don't you? Of course. Yeah. We go way it's, back. It's so crazy how prophetic Roy is because this is like, dude, this is like the literal beginning of the pandemic. We didn't even have no numbers yet. And me and Roy were talking and he was like, I'll tell you what's going to happen, man. He's like, arena comics are going to have to go back to theaters. Theater yep. comics are going to go yep. back to the clubs. Club comics are going to go back to bars. And all you poor bar cats, you're fucking done. And he was like, he's like, what's going to happen, man? He goes, there's a, a lot of good people aren't going to make it, but more than, more than not, there's going to be like a bunch of people that like <laughs> should have quit a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, like, like now, now they're like, now they're gone, you know, but like, but unfortunately what he said was true. Like there's, there's, gonna, there's also going to be a lot of good, of good ones that can't financially, you know, make yeah, it. It's brutal. Uh, it's it's brutal, but and again, man, this it's so crazy how Roy is. It's like nine nine months ago, he's like, I've seen this shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's, but yeah, yeah, 
I don't know, man. I think that's what's going to be like. I think we're just going to have to for at least a while. And I mean, look, man, not to brag on you and me and our 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 um, medium of art, but like we are by nature some of the most creative people on the planet. Right. So we're we're going to figure out, and also neediest, most annoying. Oh, Baggest, biggest bags of shit. Like we're gonna fucking figure out how I, to do we'll this. We'll find a way to get eyes in my direction, we'll, dude. We will all. We will just all wear a bubble and just roll through <laughs> the like, like we'll that, eventually. That's it. That's it, out. it. If they they keep, you know, it, it extends further than like twenty twenty two. We're all gonna be like flipping signs with our faces on them. Yeah, just off oh, the yeah. highway, just like me holding an arrow yeah. at ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, I'm just so thankful for. um uh, you know, think, you know, some, a little bit of podcast revenue and, mm-hmm. uh, I sold a, I independently sold a special this year, all which right did on. well during all this, but like, I sit here and think about that and I'm like, you're so lucky that you are like, I already had that footage shot before any of this happened. Oh yeah. And, and, and I just think about all the people, like, I'm so fortunate, man. Like, you know, yeah. like there's like, I'm so, I'm, it's, it's so wild to be in a tier of comedians that i'm like i'm gonna i know i'm gonna make this i know right. i'm gonna make it through this but like at the same time like how long can any of us no matter what tier you're on and um i don't know dude i just i'll tell you what we're, we're we'll get back out there sooner if everybody will wear their goddamn mask yeah and only like like no one's saying that you can't go to the grocery store when you need groceries we're just saying that don't go finger fuck somebody at a Chili's bathroom if you don't, unless it's your birthday. Yes, of course. And you both should you know? still wear masks, you know, e- like exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's sorry for cursing. No, please curse all you fucking want. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's that thing where I, 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 a year ago, I was like, we were at a point where I was like, I would have thought this level of anxiety would be untenable. I thought we'd all mm-hmm. be rioting by now. And then the yep. pandemic hit. I, so I just, I, I'm, I'm grateful for all of our resiliency. The fact that we've stopped being like uh, 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 turtles flipped over on our shells. Because yeah. that's what a lot of us comic were the first couple months. It was just like, no, oh, this yeah. is why, why, why? And like some of us who shall not shall go unnamed, we're still going to packed rooms and fucking yeah. COVID and spreading the shit around and stuff because it's just like, I just can't wait, you know? And so, you know, that, that thing of, of ignoring science and going, I'm going to believe this random thread because that yeah. suits my viewpoint and what I want to be true. You know, so it's like, neither one of us did that. It's I'm, I joke all the time with my wife, but it might not be a joke that if we hadn't found each other, that if I hadn't wise the fuck up in 2014 and got back together with her and now we're married and have a kid and own a house together i'd be dead i know my apartment is like a, a half a mile away from here and i was mm-hmm. so sad that whole year not only because i yeah. missed her but just because like i wasn't really doing anything i was unmotivated uh you know i was i book stuff here and there but like i was i won't say like i didn't have a reason to live but you gotta yeah. give yourself a reason you gotta no give i'm with you something something to just be like you know <laughs> you have to be like john candy in planes trains and automobiles hey laugh make fun but you know what i like me you have to be <laughs> that guy you know who just yeah you who, who who will go go up against anything just just to do it so okay so we got to get to the calls but yeah. uh before we do um we, just so you know i don't listen to them before renee my producer okay. does i never hear them so you and I will get to hear these in, in real time. 
So uh, uh, let me just ask you, do you get asked for advice pretty often or um, not at all? Or uh, Well, okay. I mean, I'm sure everybody that has been listening to me up until this point on the podcast is going to be like, who in the hell would ever ask that feller for advice? <laughs> Usually only by like realistically only by younger comics because okay. in com comedy is the only world in which I think someone would look at me like, I could benefit from this fella's wisdom. <laughs> anything, <laughs> else, anything else, like, no, sincerely, they don't. Because, like, I just started being an adult. Uh, I think it was two years ago or something like that. I have started mm -hmm. being an adult. Like, my wife now does my taxes. I have, by the way, I don't know how much money I made last year or how much money we currently have because my wife handles that. And I will freak out like a baby boy if it's too far in either direction. Of course. So, I can't, I just can't know. So, uh, no, nobody asked me for any advice except for, Hey, who books the stardome and what's their number? <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. How'd you get that? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Why cool you, part. not me. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, right on. Let's, uh, let's roll the first call. Cool. Uh, my name's Adam. Uh, I have an interesting, uh, dilemma. So my brother-in-law and his, uh, longtime girlfriend, uh, are going to be at Thanksgiving dinner. And um, on social media, they post pictures with filters that are insane. It, they look like a glamour shot from 1980s. It's very soft and uh, <laughs> fuzzy. Um, but that's not what they look like in real life. And it, it, it's egregious. I mean, she does it with every picture that he's in and every picture that she's in. And when I see them in real life, I, I have such a hard time not staring and trying to figure out, like, how are these two things the same? How are they different? You know, and it just, it, I, I don't want to be rude. So how do I prevent from staring at them the entire time we're there? That was the wow. most George Costanza call I've ever heard in my life. Like I oh. thought when they said Thanksgiving, my friends, I was like, they're Facebook. Yep. They're huge Trump. What is that? You're just mad at the way they look even better. I do. I thought it was going to be that's it. the great thing about this show. I never know what the hell people are going to say. And I, <laughs> I midway through the call, I'll be like, I know what they're going to say. Nope. Wrong. Because like, they, they, <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to say, I, I look at their, uh, their Facebook and their Instagram and they are always partying, you know, like they're always in yeah. some, bar. I'm scared yeah. to look at my house. It's just no, <laughs> themselves constantly like look good. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man, in terms of how to not stare. I mean, I say stare. I say stare. I say lean into it even harder. Here's what I say. I say request all day uh, during like, hey, let's get let's all get a selfie by the cornucopia. Hey, yeah. let's all get and then see it <laughs> and then see if they use the filter on you later. But like, yes. see see if they're like, oh, we can't do it to this person because then everybody will know. yeah. See if like call call their bullshit. Yeah, like get show, get, a, show, get a bunch of selfies when they sh when they show up. Be like, hey, sorry to bug you guys, but I am Mister Selfie these days. It's kind of my thing. It's kind of my thing. Yeah. And you just keep <laughs> just keep taking shots with them, or just wear your mask literally the whole dinner, and then they won't know like what your face looks like and stuff like that. That's been one of the added benefits to me is because I have uh, sometimes my mother has told me that I have resting oh you stupid piece of shit face sometimes. <laughs> Jeez. And uh, the and I now I can just have a mask on and just stare at people the way that I want to stare at them and they have no earthly idea what I'm doing. Right on. That's right. <laughs> I would also add it'd be good to have someone do a professional makeup job on you, 
like what uh, they yeah. do if you were on a like a like a a, a multicam sitcom where yeah. the makeup has to got to be mwah, like perfect yeah all blemishes yeah. covered and you get your hair done and you go to thanksgiving and they're kind of like and you're like, like i don't know what you're talking about like no matter what just deny deny <laughs> deny yeah yeah like, exactly i don't have just, any makeup on yeah this, this is, is just me this is me that's great that's great yeah. that's even better about <laughs> one eye should have eyeliner just yeah just insane <laughs> um, and just yeah. and just stand in profile the entire time just like <laughs> and wear a toga yeah um, <laughs> yeah so hope that helps man i mean honestly i think what you're worried about is only is obviously it's all in your head uh yeah they they, they brought that down upon themselves so you stare all you want stare smiling have enough wine to mention it well why not and and i guess if if i can stop being funny for a second and actually offer up some advice those people if they're constantly posting stuff on because because we're comedians we understand people that uh, seek attention and we understand the reasons why if they're constantly putting filters on themselves and posting things on facebook they're probably looking for attention and they're trying to make themselves appear better than right. they actually are because there's probably some sort of sadness in them and not trying to be funny so yep. Yep. Uh, just be, yep. just be kind and as ridiculous as they are just understand that they don't think it's ridiculous yes which means that something's wrong with them so you should yeah so you and, should be nice and they probably think everybody does it of course of they course. probably think and, everybody and they, does it you know? and just like rudy giuliani and all them they think nobody can tell and nobody oh. knows i mean him getting off stage after that with the two not one Tremendous. but two dripping sideburns oh jesus that's a that's a that that's a that's a that's a grippy scrotum when you get off yeah. and you see that picture and your scrotum just oh, yeah. tightens inside your body mm -hmm. like oh fuck oh yeah okay so hope that helps man uh roll the second call hey matt what's up it's your old buddy chris schlichting from davenport iowa here's my thanksgiving dilemma slash question um, my family and I, we have decided to do Thanksgiving here just kind of by ourselves and keep to the quarantine and not invite her parents or my parents, not the in-laws or my parents. Good. And my concern Good is that even though it makes sense and it's the right thing to do since they're all, you know, in their later ages, you know, late 60s, early 70s, yeah. we want to keep them safe. I still feel that my parents, her parents are going to make us feel guilty like this is somehow all fought like all of covid is all fart sure. all fart uh <laughs> so yeah i guess i just needed some advice on how i can make them feel like better because they can't be with us i don't know you know what i mean so how can i get them involved in yeah. thanksgiving besides a simple phone call Thank you, Matt, for your time. Congratulations on baby, and hopefully when the song clears up, we can get you back at the spooky Renwick Mansion. See you guys. I'm in, man. I'm in. Yeah, he it's a great dude. He books a – have you ever played the Renwick Mansion in Davenport, uh -uh. Iowa? Yeah. No. If you, if you play Des Moines uh, – Yeah, I do Funny about, Bone there. Oh, oh, right on. Yeah, it's about a – I want to say – I'm sure I'm wrong, but maybe a two-, three-hour drive. And uh, it's just this mansion of this this lumber uh, magnet used to. He was like the, like the lord of the town, and so you, there's this mansion. It's on a hill. It overlooks the whole town. And you drive. I drove up to it at night and was just like, this is like this is serious haunted house vibes. Yeah. To the point where 
the their caretakers, I, I kept, I annoyed them to the point where I was like, but seriously, how many people were murdered? Like <laughs> seriously, but they, you, you, you basically play the living room and they put chairs out. I think it's about oh. like, a, you know, 80 seater. It's not a big, uh, you know, but it's, and there's, they set up a bar in the back. It's awesome. Oh, I got to do that. My wife, uh, her entire family live in Webster City, Iowa, which is only an hour from Des Moines. Okay. So, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. The, the, what's it called again? The Renwick Mansion. Oh, Renwick Mansion. That's terrific. Yeah, it's, it's dope. But um, uh, I think we both know what, like, what are your ideas on how he can make so, his family feel less alienated? So, man, it feels like to me during this pandemic, and I don't know if it's like my, my parents have kind of, kind of gotten sucked into the whole Fox News situation. And I saw a tweet the other day that was pretty great that, w- that said, uh, I can't remember who it was, Allie Maynard, that said, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Fox News has done to our parents what they said video games is going to do to us. Yes, And sir. I was like, oh, my God, that's, that's so true. Uh-huh. And what I also find is that there's so, during this pandemic, like when it was, it's, when it was first starting and it, it really had, like, we'd only been in quarantine, like we'd been in a month, everybody was still kind of like, mm, I don't know. After month two, my mom, like, my mom, like broke. She was like, cause uh-huh. I, I, I didn't go see her. And she's like crying. She's like, we just live right down the street and I hadn't seen you. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, yeah, mom, but it's because I love you that I'm not coming. If that makes yeah. sense. Like it's one of those, uh, it's, but they don't, they can't understand it. It's sort of like the scene in Harry and the Hendersons when John Lithgow has to fucking tell Harry to go back in the woods. Like it's yeah. your own goddamn good. You don't belong uh-huh. here. Like, like it's one of those, like how many times when, when we were kids did our parents smack the shit out of us or do or punish us and, and say like, you know, this is hurting me more. It's going to hurt you. Or like one day you'll understand. It's, it's just like kind of like a role reversal thing. Like, look, man, if you really do love them, you might just, but you, honestly, you might just have to have them be mad at you this Thanksgiving. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like they just might be mad at you. Yeah. I mean, my, my only addition would be, you know, see if they'll do zoom with you during yeah. Thanksgiving a little bit, you know, or at least do a, like, we're all going to have a drink before yeah. Thanksgiving together and let's all zoom, you know, and they'll probably throw shade. They'll probably be angry. They'll be like, Oh, it's so silly. But mm-hmm. when I read about, uh, you know, especially having a kid, a new kid, someone who, uh, she's, she was, she was, she wrote it like, it was like Dear Abby or something, but like, she was just telling the story of how she's in there with her baby and her mom just shows up and is banging on the door and is like, let me in. I want to see my grand, my grand, oh let me in. And it's like, that's like some night of the living dead type shit. Yeah. Flipped, yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, this is someone I love, but I can't let them in. I can't for their own good. Cause I don't know if, you know, we're, you know, non, um, uh, Symptom, yeah. symptomatic, you know, so it was that, that story chilled me to the bone. I'm, I'm thank God my parents are very careful and definitely believe yeah. in the science and, and everything. But yeah, for the record, mine have actually been very careful too. honestly. Good. Like okay. I know I mentioned earlier that like they, they maybe succumbed to a little bit of the Fox news, but like, like when, when people talk about how all like, Oh, all Republicans and all Trump, none of that, like, None of them believe in the mask and the, and the vibes like that actually isn't true. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's a heavy bias and and it definitely skews more in favor. I mean, if you literally just, all you have to do is look at the mail-in ballots to show you that it's, it is true. More Democrats took it way more serious, but like, you know, they still, my dad was a two-time heart attack patient. 
Wow. Uh, so we've all around, you know, been like, look, we, it just ain't worth it. Like I'm not losing yeah. you to some stupid no fucking thing. Like it, it's one of those things too, which it blows my mind as we were talking about earlier, like all those comedians that like, we got to go back out right now. It, and like, especially there was a lot of conservative ones that were doing that. It's kind of the opposite of what the conservative belief is. Cause the conservative belief is usually like, okay, we will, take a couple measures now so that later everything is okay. Whereas like liberals are like, no, let's spin now, spin now yeah. where they're doing the, com they're doing the complete opposite where we're just going, no, if we are just a little conservative right now, right, then right. later everything will be okay. So yes. I don't know, man, but like, I hate to say it. I just kind of think that may like, there's probably nothing you can say that you haven't already thought of. They yes. might just be mad. They might just be mad at you, dude. And you're just going to have to live with that. Yeah. And I think, I think also one thing that also that, that usually works is say the things you never say, mm -hmm. you know, take that time to be like, look, mom, this is, I love you so much. And this is, these are a couple of reasons why, you know, like get, go in, go sentimental, you know, or lie and say that you just, that you got it. Just lie, lie and say you got it, and then and then they'll be like, "Oh, I understand." And uh, they yeah, it'd be like the doctor diagnosed suit. me yeah. as non-symptomatic. Yeah, uh, so you know, just that's lie. why. Yeah, and you have like Tell a fake that. background of like a bunker. You know, that's why I'm in the bomb shelter, mom. That's I guess why. that's I guess that's cheating because like technically, if if we can just say, "Why don't you lie?" Then every answer we would give is just lie. That makes it a lot. <laughs> we both just basically joined uh, the MAGAs. We basically, yeah, like, exactly. I love exactly. the lie and believe yeah, it's it. great. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, Fuck it. So dude, hope that helps. And yeah, man, I hope to see it. And, uh, and, and yeah, man, book Corey next time. Yes, uh, please. We, we, it's a great show. It's a great show. So, um, all right, we got one, one more call. Uh, uh, roll it. Hey Matt. Uh, my name is Erica and I am that terrible age of 39. Shh, don't tell anybody. Um, I will be turning 40 on December 26th, and I'm asking you, what should I do? Um, I live in Southern California, and okay. there's really, we can't do a citywide pub crawl or anything like that, and honestly, even nope. if bars were open right now, I would not be cool with going there. Um yep. One of my thoughts was renting a bouncy castle and maybe have like two or three friends over and being goofy. Um, other than that, you have any ideas? Thank you. Bye. Well, happy birthday. Uh, 39 is awesome. Trust me. Uh, it's you, you think shit, it, the, the, the older you get, <laughs> the more your body deteriorates, but the better you are. I'll be honest yeah. with you because you're wiser and you know how to have fun the right way. Um, I wouldn't suggest the bouncy castle because you might bounce into each other, but distance party is always awesome. We have a great big back deck. Uh, sounds like you've got some kind of space. If you can have the bouncy castle, have people over, have them sit, you know, 10 feet away in lawn chairs and just have some drinks, take an Uber, but make sure the window's down. Uh, have your parents or you have your friends do that. Uh, that that's, that's my idea. Or, since you're talking about renting, if you can rent, rent like a rent, like a house somewhere fun, you know, like, like with a view like Malibu or something, or uh, if you can get out to, to wine country, you know, I had my bachelor party in Temecula, which is basically mom wine country. Most of the wine is a little bit sweet and it takes some looking to get some good stuff. Not that it's all bad, but it's, the point is, you know how to have fun 
in better ways as you get older. So just have the, have, I think the outdoor distance hang since it is Southern California and long as it's not going to rain, you're good. What do you think, Corey? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And I mean, I'm only, I'm, I turned 33 December 11th. So right. not, not quite 39 yet, but, uh, I have abused drugs, eating cheeseburgers every day and been a road comic. So I feel like I've aged like I'm 39. Uh, <laughs> why, why not? Also December 26th, that is my mother's birthday. And I know from experience, you're probably someone that has constantly gotten screwed with yep. the, Oh, well, Oh, that's your Christmas and your birthday present or, sure. and, and I, and I screw it up all the time. I have to like, uh, I've already done all my Christmas shopping because I just can't get enough of Etsy. Uh, and so I, I did that and I always have to like hide, uh, one specific present away uh, from the pile that's my mom's for her birthday. Cause every single year without fail, I end up accidentally giving it to her for a birthday. So I know you've gone through that bullshit. I think I'm going to agree with Matt. If you're already in Southern California, I know you've got great weather. I say, get the bouncy castle, have okay. a, uh, have some, uh, some Clorox on hand to maybe spray it down every now and then while you're there, maybe uh, set up some croquet in the yard, some nice. like lawn bowling, basically, Look, here's an outdoor Dave and Buster's. Here's our outdoor uh, bouncy castle. And also, they're not that expensive, and I think you can rent them too. Get a projector, watch a yes. movie, have like yes. a movie night, and have a couple friends over, safely distance. And and not only will it be like you're going out of the movies, it'll be way better because you're outside, you're with your friends, you're in Southern California. To me, honest to God, though, like that sounds like a great day pandemic or not. Like that sounds oh, yeah. awesome. Like even when it opens back, it's another thing too. I don't know about you, but. Now that all this has happened, it's just showed me how I want to live anyways. So right. as soon as everything opens back up, I'm like, I'm good. Y'all continue with the economy. I'll be at the house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, no, exactly. That does. That sounds great. Pandemic or not. So yeah, look, man, you've been fantastic. It's been great having you on the show. Is there, is there anything you want to plug now that you're on here? Uh, yeah. And first off, thank you for having me. It's of uh, an honor. I've been, oh, been, thanks, been a fan, huge mad TV guy too. Like you've just, oh, hey, right I've, just I've just known about you forever. It's just, this feels surreal, dude. Oh, wow. Um, cool. I have a, uh, just follow me on Twitter. It's at Corey R. Forster. If you go to CoreyRyanForster.com, there's all my stuff. And I have a podcast. I have two podcasts, the well-read podcast uh, with Drew Morgan and Trey Crowder, but a new one that I'm very proud of. It's my baby. It's called Through the Screen Door with Corey Ryan Forster. And it's a variety show. I have an opening monologue a la Johnny Carson. I usually open with a, a cold open with a sketch like Saturday Night Live. Then okay. we talk about uh, we talk about movies. This week, actually, you brought it up. We're doing next week we're doing planes, trains, and automobiles because it's a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. So we it's it's a segment called Bread or Wine, where we watch classic movies through a 2020 lens and see how they've aged. Mm. Uh, for the record, not to like <laughs> not to not to shit on them like a Jezebel woke article, just to like just to yeah. see, like, hey, this is supposed sure. to be one of the greatest movies ever. Uh, for instance, like last week we watched uh, Modern Times with Charlie Chaplin. The movie is 87 years old and is a silent film. And I swear to God, could be put out today. And wow. everyone thinks it's great. So we do that. Um, we talk about some politics, but it's just a variety show that I really, really enjoy. Uh, through the screen door with Corey Ryan Forster. Go listen I gotta to it. Check that out, man. Cool. Well, yeah. great talking to you, man. And uh, congrats to you out there in the newly, newly flipped blue state. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, baby. Right on. Cool. Well, I hope well, we do, so much I hope we do on, this man. again, man. And yeah, you'll I'd have to come to. on mine. Oh, yeah, I'm in.
Hey, thanks for listening to This Might Help. Uh, we're always looking for calls and we're waiting for yours. So give me a call at 323-763-0228 with any beefs or you know, uh, uh, questions about uh, what life decisions you should be making or even who's got the best sandwich in what town. I don't really care. That's still advice. So call me, leave a message. 323-763-0228. Thanks. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.